This is your co-host Asteroid Cosplay, and you are listening to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Hey, you can find us at all the links in the description, or you can visit us on our website at www.heroesofcosplaysanctuary.com. Buy our stuff. Really appreciate it if you would. We've got stickers, we've got mugs, we've got t-shirts different things if there's something you want that you don't see and you still like our logo you want our stuff just let us know today speaking of which speaking of speaking of buying things for me uh we're going to talk about becoming a full-time cosplayer what does that even mean what is it being a full-time cosplayer? so full-time cosplayer really is um is jumping off the i go to i go to a nine to five or i go to a uh, it's really more like a seven to six at this point, that you go to a full-time job and you're saying, no more full-time job, I'm going to make cosplay my full-time job. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a career thing. It's going to be, I'm going to be a public figure, basically. I mean, that's really what happens, you know, when you have a booth at a con, like you're kind of in the public, like that's, that's sales. Like that's real, it's really sad. Like having a booth at a con, you're a salesperson, whether you're for, it's for yourself or whether you have other people in your booth, which, um, you know, that might be something I try out. Um, at some point we'll get a booth. And we'll make banners. I mean, I have I have industry contacts. I have people who can make all that stuff for me. I mean, I know I know exactly who to call. Uh, I'll call my guy, and he can put together these wonderful banners. They're super easy to carry around, and they're super easy to put up. And you know, I can have those in in a trade show booth because I know what goes into that. I've made I've made several <laughs> uh, successfully. Thank you, uh, trade show booths for different companies and. Um, yeah, it's a big pain, um, but I do know where to get the lightweight equipment and to create all of that. So, you know, the, the whole full-time, like being a full-time cosplayer is really going into business for yourself and, and treating yourself like you're, you're your own sales rep and then putting yourself out there. So the going to cons and, uh, you know, being involved with that, you know, that's one piece of it and it's not a very profitable piece at that. And I think there's, I think there's kind of a universal, way to do that and i think you know we probably need to we probably need to show people like how much better that can get um because i think i think a lot of cosplayers get kind of stuck with this when they become a, co- a full-time cosplayer i think a lot of them don't know how to present it you know when you go to these cons and you set up your you set up your lemonade stand so to speak uh there is definitely a way to do it and you know you do have to invest some money into that like there's anything physical anything brick and mortar related it's going to be expensive um relatively speaking you're not making a million dollars so it's going to be expensive so there's kind of a there's kind of a process that i have there's some steps that you want to follow and it's really very close like if you if you have there's a channel called minority mindset minority mindset it's a great channel about finance it's a great guy on that i i can't remember his name he's a minority mindset guy and it's not it's not about being a minority. It's that you if you are if you have this mindset, you are in the minority. That's how that's that's the spin. Is if you're going if you're taking steps towards financial freedom and towards just freedom in general, freedom from this horrible like soul sucking job that you have, uh, that you're in the minority because a lot of people don't go that far. So if you're in a, if you're a cosplayer and you're thinking about going full time cosplay, you're in a minority. Uh, that that you are looking for an alternative way to make money. But the first step to that really is having an amazing job. Like you have to have, you kind of already have to have an amazing job. You're going to be walking away from an amazing job. So Pat Flynn is a really good example of this. He's a podcaster. I'm sure you may have heard of him. He has a YouTube channel. If you haven't, you know, uh, go Google Pat Flynn. You'll find him right away. He's everywhere. He likes to stay. Yeah. But he was an architect. 
Okay, and he lost his job as an architect during during the first uh, during the first recession of modern time back in 08. It's about the same time that I lost my job. Um, I also had a decent job, but I was not an architect, which you know that's that's some that's a fair amount of money, depending on where you work. But you know, usually it's a really decent job. 80, 90, a hundred thousand dollars, whatever. That's a good starting point. So if you if you already if you're walking away from a six figured income, not all of us can. It makes it's a bigger difference, you know. And I guess there's you know taking the plunge can can um, can factor into a lot of different things. But if you already have the income, and it doesn't really, it's not like a big deal. Then taking a plunge isn't really going to hurt that much. And if you if you have all the skills to fall back on, you could probably find something else after you try it and decide it's not for you. Not always possible, but you know, if you have an amazing job and it's it's either not so taxing on you that you can keep it and start working towards transition, start saving up, or that you just you know you have this amazing job and it pays a, it pays everything off every month and you have a surplus of cash. That's really helpful for cosplay because cosplay sucks a lot of money out of your bank account. Not always possible, so okay, but that's that's where I would start is you know be on a path to making fairly decent money upfront. That might sound that might sound really like i don't know how that sounds um but it's to me that anybody you talk to online and you see what they do it's like that was kind of their first step well you know you you trace any of these people these talking heads on the internet back to step one they were like a stockbroker or a lawyer or you know there's very few people who did not start off with a pretty darn good job uh then you have to be willing to work quite a bit working nights, weekends, long shifts, have a lot of energy. That's that's really important. Not forever, because again, the, the, the talking heads on the internet will tell you that they don't, they, you know, the four-hour work week is how they run, or that, you know, oh, they should have never worked so hard in the beginning, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's, that's all just fluff. That's just to get you into their program, because I know, and they do too, that if they wouldn't have worked so hard in the beginning, if they wouldn't have put in the countless hours and had all the boundless energy in the beginning they never would have gotten to the point where they could back off from it you really do you can't just you can't just like laissez like blah i'm i might do four hours of work this week and i might do 12 next week and eh, maybe maybe it's part-time i don't know maybe i'll take a few days off maybe i'll take a month off you can't like what are you going to get done right you can if when you start in the beginning you're like okay uh, i got to spend all night editing you know and maybe you know i'm going to still be mindful of of my limits you know, I'm not going to stay up until three in the morning knowing that I have to work at five or six, that you have to consistently find time, you know, every night, every weekend, whatever the case may be, you're going to be working long shifts. Got to max out. Okay. And this is, this is the part where I'm saying like you, you find a guru online or you find a book or you, you get into, uh, you get into finance management behind the scenes because you're going to want to max out how your money is being allocated you know if you have a ton of debt that's not going to be too helpful i'm not going to say it's going to be impossible because hey we all have debt or at least the normal people do i don't know maybe you don't all have debt but um i'm going to just go on a limb and say you know i at least have student loan debt <laughs> at least have student loan debt uh, quite a bit um it's nice to it's nice thanks covid for defer defer having that deferred but uh it's coming back uh with a vengeance in january so you know we'll we can we can own that um, you know, you have to, you know, do you have to pay off all your debt? Well, that's a, that's a fairly long, like for me, it's fairly long term. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, I got to pay down X amount. You know, I got to pay down 40, 50, $60,000 of student loans before I get into cosplay. Um, that's not terribly realistic, um, you know, because then I would never start. But you do want to pay off your debt, your revolving debt. 
You want to have an emergency fund, six to 12 months of living expenses kind of set aside, and you want to be able to optimize your free money in a tax saving space. So your 401ks and all of those little tax saving incentivization things, if you still have your job. If you don't, it's a little bit more of a complicated process being a full-time cosplayer and having to set all of these things up. Um, then it becomes more like sales funnels and diversification. So talking about that, I mean, that's more like investment. So we talk about investment. So you've, you've gone down this road, you've got the amazing job and the amazing income. You've been working a lot. You've been paying things down, setting money aside for emergency purpose. And emergency purpose, like when those big things in life come up that you just don't, you can't deal with, you know, your car breaks down and good stuff like that. Uh, and then, you know, investment. And not just investment in the stock market, which is the more boring it is, the better, um, but investing in you, right? So being, uh, paying yourself first. And that's, you know, not to, not to get terribly into this because we're really just talking about the process of becoming a full-time cosplayer, which again, starts with some structure to your finance and structure to how you're going to get from A to B. Um, but this all creates leverage, and makes things a little bit less stressful on you so you can actually concentrate on your content and what you want to do as a full-time cosplayer. So you get the investing strategy down. And that means you take 25% of whatever you've got. So you're going to be living, you have to like live below your means, right? Taking 25% of whatever you got, putting 10% away, you know, into that emergency fund or into a different fund completely, just 10% gone out of your check and you don't worry about it, and then 15% goes into you, okay? That 15%, your skills, what you want, that you pay yourself for the things that you need to work on. So if you want, you know, it's a workshop, and really, I mean, conventions can be that in some case. I mean, that's a big 15%, but it can be that because you're going to go to panels and you're going to sit there and you're going to learn. Like, there's a, there's a lot of things to absorb. So if I'm, a, if I'm at C2E2 at the end of the year, which I will be, I want to sit through a lot of these panels and learn because I haven't had really a chance to do that. Everything moves so fast at a con. Uh, and this will be probably the first one where I actually get to slow it down a little bit and sit and listen and like absorb all of this stuff and like really just pay attention. Like, okay, what do I want to do today? And, you know, get the costumes ready, do that for a few hours and then sit through a lot of these panels and just absorb absorb as much information as I can and really start to work on the big projects and the next season while I'm there and maybe have some really nice conversations with some people while I am hanging out. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where you build your leverage and you start to build momentum because you have this, you have a pretty strong, solid structure behind you. So the next steps are skill building, working towards becoming the best you know, whatever that means, whatever being the best is, like you, I think, you know, you just, you strive towards that. You don't, maybe you never get there, but you work towards that and you circulate and you network and you build. And this could take a long time. It could take years. Okay. You don't want to work yourself to death because if you work too hard, you'll crash and that'll be the end of that. You know, the, some people have to be, some people are just built to be workaholics. I'm one of them and um, it's not pleasant. Um, keeping up this pace is maddening at some points. Um, it takes a lot of discipline. Uh, you have to be very careful about your energy, but then from there you, you build the momentum. Okay. You build momentum and it's a, it becomes its own course and its own, you know, like really this whole, like becomes its own course of action, but that, uh, you know, this talking about this 
um, becomes something that I put somewhere else for you to digest. You know, that this really is kind of the starting point of like a coaching program for heroes, talking about all this stuff. And it's really just a collection of what's already out there. I'm just putting it in one space and giving it to you in a nice, tidy cosplay package. It's, it's in terms of cosplay, then, you you know, we're, we're on the same page. It's really all for cosplayers. And I, I'm going to make it absolutely reasonable. Absolutely reasonable. I, I have no reason for the for the level that I am where I am to to overcharge you the way that some of these people online do because they're they're trying to structure a company that they're 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 building at a, at scale and their programs represent that you know they're charging a thousand dollars for something that really is only a hundred bucks or fifty bucks worth of content they'll charge a thousand bucks because they believe their brand is that big and they're trying to grow it that big producing all this content at scale and it's very expensive for them to do so that has its own merit but i you, i can do better than that uh, we'll we'll keep it simple i don't need it to be flashy because you know a million dollars is a lot of money um you if you're if you're a, a full-time cosplayer and you're making league minimum you know like you're making like three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> that's that's a really really good income enough money for you to bring on people to help you and enough to keep things going for a long time and it's going to be more than you're going to make it a job and that's really the the whole trade-off here is you know for some people it's a normal amount of money they go into cosplay and they just make normal money 40 50 60 grand whatever the case is and maybe people's eyes are bugging out at that maybe like what you can make sixty thousand dollars as a cosplayer i'm in but for me the threshold's much higher um i have to i have to look at it as a business i have to, i have a a very high walking away number <laughs> to make sure that everything would work. I need to make I need to make a lot, not because I need to like squeeze money out of people or anything like that. Like I don't really care about the money, but it's just it's a very high bar because there's a lot of things that I want to do, and if I I need the I just need resources to do it. Uh, for some people, if it's just them, they're circulating cons. They're one person's one man show. You know they don't put they they do lives. They don't put a lot of YouTube content up. The Twitch stream is just them and a camera. Like it, you can keep your expenses down and you can still make decent money. It's a lot of ways to do this. And again, all the ways to do this, I think could just be its own thing. You know, I talk about Avalon and that's its own thing. You know, Avalon equals heroes of cosplay coaching. <laughs> that's really, that's really what that is to some degree. And, and it's fairly like there will be pieces of this that are collaborative. That is what we have. And we are trying to also tell you not to create a jobby out of cosplay. So you burn yourself out at work, then you burn yourself out with cosplay, you stay broke, you're stuck, and now you're going to avoid all of it. You're just going to avoid it. Like you're going to, oh, I got to put more content up this week. Gotta... And I've been there. Like I get that. So that's where we're going to end today's show. Uh, there's all sorts of things, all sorts of directions that we could go in, but uh, these are, you know, just supposed to be, they're supposed to be shorter episodes <laughs> during the week uh, to, uh, to not just to get through the content, but to uh, look at ways of creating more value and just giving you something to listen to on your commute if you have one or just something short that you can, you know, you can binge listen to the whole week at the end of the week, you know, whatever, whatever suits you the best. Uh, listening to me, as I always appreciate everybody who does. Thanks for, thanks for sticking with me this season and we will have more for you tomorrow. This is Scott B. Here's the Cosmos Century Podcast saying bye-bye.